Welcome back to the Different Spectrums Podcast. We're a show that talks about mental health, and we have some humor in there. There you go. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Best intro ever. Uh, we also try to help people understand, identify, normalize their emotions from movies and shows, specifically certain scenes. You've already watched these movies and shows, but we're going to use a different perspective, and one could say a different spectrum. No, no, Power Rangers. All right. Let's also have an appreciation for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers theme song. Great theme song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just rocks out. Go, go, Power Rangers. Copyright. Uh, my name's Spencer. I'm your co-host for the show. And we're joined with our licensed clinical therapist, Nazir. Grandpa. No one calls you that. The job of the hut. I'll, I mean, I call you that when you're eating, but that, that's the, a whole different story. The leader of the nine realms. Odin's son. Tobias. Tobias. <laughs> Tobias. <laughs> Tobias. That's, that's from a side chick. <laughs> I think Odin had a lot of side chicks, so I know. Really narrowing it down there. Uh wait a minute. Before um, we go any further, Spence, we, we gotta go. get you ain't got no nicknames for yourself. We need to start coming up with some nicknames. I got Spence. That's about it. Spence? Yeah. I mean, have you called me any other name than Spencer or Spencer? No. Exactly. Through all this time. Start calling you gummy. You know, I mean, I'm wearing the shirt. So True. That, I'm wearing the colors, so it doesn't help. That one time you wore them green shorts, threw me off. Oof. Oof. That was a bad day. They were <laughs> shiny, too. That didn't help. My dad said... uh, since you lost the bet with the Vikings, because that's why you're wearing the, the Lions hat today. Um, mm-hmm. He said, uh, you should just, for the podcast, make an Instagram post in those green shorts. I want to have at least my balls left. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't feel like, I don't feel like showing that half yet. Maybe, yeah. maybe we have a certain, you know what? How about this? We get to. 10,000 followers. Once we get to 10,000 followers, I will have a post of me in those tight-ass green shorts. <laughs> if you do that, then I'll wear, like, one of these fucking shirts that I've had since, like, high school, uh-huh. and then we'll do a post where we just look Let's like we're wrapped it. in saran wrap. Alright, there you go. So, people, 10,000. So that means, sh- keep on sharing. Share it. Keep on liking. Keep on Share doing it, it all. Because once we get to 10,000, we're going to be humiliating ourselves. That's the yep. point we've gotten to. That's what we're going to do. We're going to do it. Yeah. We're going to get to Mr. Beast level one day. Oh, here you go. It's like the one dude uh, that he said that, you know, if last week there was the quarterback, who was it? The Baker guy, Baker Mayfield. He goes oh, on yeah. Twitter. He said, if Baker Mayfield goes on a 98-yard drive to win the game, I'm going to neuter myself. At the end of the game, he's like, I already made the appointment. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty oh, good. All right. All Let's right. get back so, to the scene. Sorry. We're here for a reason. Yeah. Uh, uh, today, 
we're taking a look at the show Tales of the Jedi. Of the Crypt. All right. <laughs> Going way back with that one. Uh, yes. So we're taking a look at a scene from there. This is where Count Dooku is trying to save a prince, I believe, or whatever. He's like, yep. uh, yeah, one of the, like the chancellors or whatever. Yep. Yeah. And, um, and so uh, as he's about to save him, his father comes into the picture and uh, just starts just shooting people just out of nowhere, um, mainly because these people, there's a little context, uh, these people on this planet um, that kidnapped the son are, are doing so because they're restricted by his father who yep. put like tons of restrictions. And so they're going through a famine. They're going through very hardship times. Um, and they just wanted to get their attention and be like, Hey, you're ruining our lives. So you know what? We're going to kidnap your son, but they still treat him well. Yep. And then the father comes in and just starts shooting. And so Count Dooku has a decision to make in this scene and uh it kind of is a prelude to kind of his future and what he his thinks yep. uh, yes of the jedi well uh so. yeah we'll talk more about it when we after we get out of the scene yes uh nazir anything before we get into the clip uh yeah i uh, forgot to appreciate everyone in the last two pods so uh shout out to everyone instagram has been going through some weird changes lately and so yeah. last week there was not like a lot of like followers and subscribers, but other than that, it's been awesome. Like I, today it got fixed because there was a lot of people coming back to our page again. Okay. Uh, so much appreciated. Keep it up. The goal is to get to that 7,500. I would, I think it's already there pretty much. So the goal is actually 8,800. Um, nice. As a forewarning that there is ads right after we do this. Uh, so you're going to see that. And. Remember, folks, we're going back to three pods a week, but they're going to be a little bit better quality now, and it's taking a little bit easier break on us, uh, taking some of the pressure off. Three pods a week come January, so I just want to start prepping people for that. All right. Awesome. All right. Let's get to the clip. Let's, get... Let's check it out. Move it. <laughs> it's Star Wars, all right? <laughs> I'm afraid our investigation is not yet complete, Senator. Investigation? They abducted my son. I demand his release. Let me assure you, your son is in no immediate danger. I'll be the judge of that. Guards!
I will destroy this town and make an example of it. And many others. None shall defy me. Not even you, Master Jen. back everybody we just watched it just watched a clip from uh tales of the jedi jesus uh my sphincter really tight um uh so we just watched um count dooku and qui-gon uh defending that village um protecting them uh from that I'm going to call him Evil Father. I'm going to say he's evil. He seems I'm going to call him evil. a rich white man. There you go. That also. What's the difference? Um, <laughs> message. Um, uh, so they're protecting him uh, from the Evil Father trying to get his son back. And um, so in the father's eyes, he's looking at it as like the Jedi or, you know, going against him betraying the senate right um while count dooku and qui-gon are just like they're like you see that these people are starving are yes poor as dirt and then Dying. you have all the money all the power all of that jewels um, and gold in your helmet and right in which you know what star wars uh has always had a, a side of like political side to it society in general and then you can see how um these people are looked at as criminals um as uh the worst of the worst dirt but they're just trying to get a better life and the only way that they could see that is by kidnapping a son and even the son saw that and he was just like yeah you guys are right for kidnapping me it makes sense i mean you should have done that um because it'll actually get their attention now count dooku <laughs> is in this scene 
this is where you see the switch between um, where he's with the Jedi and now he's kind of turning to the Sith because he sees that um, he sees that the Jedi are just being used. Pawns. Right? They're just being, yep, they're being pawns in order to get more money for the the chancellors for everybody in the senate things like that yeah and so the wealthy um, the rich keep getting yeah. richer and the poor stay poor things yeah. ain't too different here in the world we live in today exactly and so we see that and then you know he's and then this is where we kind of run into that problem and now um count dooku is um you know, he's using more of the dark side in order to get what he wants. And maybe he thinks by killing this guy, that's what's going to solve the problem. That's what's going to happen. Um, and then, of course, Qui-Gon comes in and help make sure that he saves his dad, um, which honestly, that really plays into Qui-Gon's character, too, because he wasn't really all the way for the Jedi. He was always kind of... Um, uh, not an outcast, but he was a lot more of a rebel, I would say, um, in terms of like the Jedi. He would not follow all the rules, as we can see yeah. what he did with Anakin and stuff like that, because he was the yeah. one that brought Anakin um, to the Jedi, even though he probably wasn't, he was too old to even join the Jedi. So yeah. um, we have that. And um, like I said, yeah, we finally see that switch in him, which is, I love. I love this show because it's something that I've never seen before. We've never seen before. We never got to see the switch between Count Dooku and um, like the apprenticeship of Qui-Gon, which I would yep. love to see more Qui-Gon Jinn because he's a great character. Yep. Uh, um, but yeah. Um, so what are your thoughts on the scene, Nazir? Uh so you know me, I'm I'm weird with things, and I feel things emotionally on a deeper level, and I experience things mm -hmm. on, a, on a different level than a lot of humans. Uh, first time I've seen this, I damn near start crying. Uh, yeah. When he goes evil, and he's going to pay them back, I get so mm -hmm. fucking angry that I can feel the mm -hmm. tears getting there. It's like one of those angry cries where you're getting ready to murder someone. Right. Well, I don't know if a lot of people know what that feels like, but um, well, you get just so angry, and then... And then the organ starts playing, and then my emotions go nuts, literally goosebumps. Because yeah. he's, yeah. and you see it, and I've been there, brother. I've been there yeah. when that demon comes out of you, and then that's it. You don't see nothing else. Right. Uh, yep. I used to tap into that in athletics. Uh, I used to tap into that every once in a while when I seen people, my friends getting hurt or injured or bullied or picked on. Uh, mm. I've tapped into that many of times. Man, you just kind of go check out. You can just kind of go cuckoo and for Cocoa Puffs, and you just check out, man. Right. So when I seen that scene, I knew exactly what he was feeling, and it was mm -hmm. really hard for me to resist him not wanting him to kill that guy. Yes, I agree. I just and being I think they. Well, I mean, no, I agree, and I think in Star Wars in general, they always have had that line between a lot of characters, between that you know using it because the Jedi obviously think that using it at all is bad. Right. And, you know, there are some people that still want to use that dark side because they, that's what they have to do in order to get certain things done. Right. Um, you saw that with like Anakin um, mm -hmm. and now you see it with Count Dooku and then 
later on, obviously, then we see people who manipulate that into their own doings. Yep. So, which yeah. is hilarious because if you were to actually let these men and women and these humans mm-hmm. or these non humans, because a lot of them are just random aliens and animals that are Jedi, right. if they were to actually experience the full range of emotions, anger, mm-hmm. pain, sadness, guilt, shame, then they wouldn't be so easily manipulated and taken advantage of because they've never been able to True. actually deal with those emotions. They're just having to shut them off. Well, and that's the thing. That's where like someone like Ahsoka Tano, who got to actually feel the full range of emotions because she had Anakin as her master, yep. right? So he would allow her to go full, the full spectrum with her emotions. Yep. And that's why she turned out the way she did. Like very because she's an autonomous thinker, she's able to just do what she wants to do because she was granted the serenity, the autonomy to do that. And Anakin, I know some people be like, but Anakin did too, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, because Obi Wan allowed him here to do that too. Yes, oh, but Anakin got polluted because some other stuff. Yeah, I mean, his mother, I mean, the whole mom thing that was just messed up, and then he killed all those. what are they called? I forgot. Uh, uh, Sand Raiders or whatever. Um, like it's, he, he's had a lot of dark stuff happen to him. And yep. um, I think that you can't, you can't blame Obi-Wan. You have to, you have to say like, you know, you have to have some responsibility for yourself. That's what yep. Anakin should be doing. Right. And he's had plenty of opportunities to not be on the dark side, but yeah, he chose that. And, you know that's yeah but also there's no talking or coaching and mentoring it's just don't go to the dark side well let's actually right. talk about some stuff and do some actually mental emotional processing right you can't just say don't do that uh i think i was talking to a human today i literally said yeah don't do that anymore mm-hmm. she goes no shit I'm like, look at here now, motherfucker. I'll knock you. In front of my <laughs> Come down, man. Come down, girl. Come you down. know, it was actually quite awesome, you know, with some of these humans. You know, sometimes I get caught off guard. Rarely happens. And I said, wait right. a minute. So today, this is the first time you've ever been emotional with me, right? When you talk, uh, I said, this is the first time I've ever seen you get choked up, puffy eyed. They said, yeah, maybe. They said, I do have emotions. I never said you didn't. That's your own baggage and shit. Don't put that on me. They like to deflect mm-hmm. and be funny. They're just a, they're just a different version of me. I'm talking literally to me in the office, and it's quite fun. Yeah. Uh, and I said, don't do this one thing, and then they go, no shit. It was quite funny today. And then they showed me a meme at the end. It was, I was, huh. Oh, my God. I love this human. Huh. My favorite. Yes. My favorite. Um, but in saying that, sometimes it's like, okay, yeah, don't do this. And let's work on reasons on why we don't want you to do this and how to not do that. Right. But when you just say don't do that and there's not actually grooming or mentorship and processing of why not to do that or why it's okay to think about it but not to technically go down the full realm. I also know it's just extremely hard to watch people suffer. Mm -hmm. Technically, they make, what's his name, Count Dooku, they make him mm-hmm. look like an empath. Even though right. he's going to the dark side, he's doing it because he doesn't like what's going on. He's just right. seen his Padawan get murdered. Yeah. He's standing at that tree and like, well, and he's like, do you blame the Jedi? And he's like, it doesn't matter anymore. I have to let him go. Yeah. 
and that's and that was like the point of the jedi though um and i think he might have meant that like a little like not sarcastic but he was being a little bit of a smart ass with that because passive aggressive yeah yeah very much because he's just like that's all y'all do you just let people go and then that's it huh you don't have any emotions or you don't feel anything for anybody you just let it go he's part of the force now yeah okay wow i get to see him as a ghost great thanks thanks a lot um but yeah Yeah, it's like he sorry to cut you off but it's like these panamons are like your children yeah so he said we used to sit at this tree they don't want you to do that they don't want you to be their children but it's so weird because you you are are the you are you are the father figure because you stole them from their homes yes and we're all humans (laughs) We're all yes. these living entities that look up to the people that train us. And so if you stole me from my family, now you're my family. I'm around you all day, every day. It's just human emotion. Yeah. Oh, don't have any emotion. Fuck out of here. I know. But at the same time, though, we can't go the other way because they you're just being used once again for like someone's always using you in this empire. shit, man. Yeah, yeah. You're getting used by the Jedi in the cult that they are, or you're getting used by this dark Sidious guy. Yeah. Who Uh, killed his own master. Yeah. I guess I'm showing more emotion here because part of me actually likes Dooku and likes, I part of me likes some of these other characters. No. And that's the thing. They're, they're so great characters because they're so fleshed out. And I think that's, that's a really big point is that these people, they're just, they're going through something and they took a turn to the other side, right? And we can't, and sometimes we just can't help that, no matter what. That's just, that's their path that they were going to do in the first place. We talked about Anakin and Obi-Wan. Oh, what is Obi-Wan going to do? He let that dude do so much. Like, he let him do, like, anything. And he didn't just tell him, like, stop. He was just like, all right, I'm going to let you be with Padme. I'm going to let you have a kid, even though I know your ass is having a kid. So don't try to hide that. And he let him do things that he probably shouldn't have let anybody else do. But he was letting Anakin be himself to the point that, you know, it made him turn to the dark side. So there was no... There was nothing he could do. He was going mm-hmm. to do it no matter what. So that's my point it's on true. that. You know, it's part of human emotions, man. We ain't robots. True. If you wanted a robot, get a robot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they they can't castrate humans from their their emotions, and this is what you get when you love someone so deeply, and you love humans, or you're so empathetic that you know it might make you turn on things, man. Um. This is why I like the scene. I thought this would be therapeutic. Let's go into therapizing. For anyone that's sick of their jobs, I told Spencer a couple different ways to go about this. You're sick of your Mm -hmm. job and you're starting to lose faith in that about who's directing you and where you're going, or right? Like he's losing faith in the Jedi and the corruption or the bullshitting or the people on top getting all the money and then all the the low level social worker like me are busting their asses. All the nurses are Mm -hmm. working their tails off and teachers are working their tails off. And the administrators and the doctors are just chilling. When you start to get sick of those things and you can no longer eat it, you can no longer tolerate it, it poisons you. You become very depressed, very down and out, very angry. You start to pass that down to your clients. You start to pass it down to your loved ones. 
it pollutes your mind, the depression will come in or the hostility, the anger, the, the murderous vibes will come in. I think a lot of people can relate to Dooku. In this specific scene, in this, in this entire series, they will relate to him in their jobs and in their relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a, it's a lot of stuff that's going sideways. And he's like, let's question this. Let's question why this person was killed and what happened and what was going, well, this, this ain't got nothing to do with you. Just follow orders. Shut up and dribble. Shut up and play your game, you know, LeBron. That's kind of the vibes that he got. And he's like, no, man, let's, let's talk about this. So them shutting him out, him feeling belittled, been used, ignored, only led to him turning. There True. was like a dehumanization of his character and his essence that happens to a lot of us in our jobs. Spence, you've talked about it in your last job with the sales and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I've talked about it at St. Mary's where I was getting paid literally peas to make sure people right. don't kill themselves and stay in school. Uh, right. It's just unfair. Like even now, even though I've got a lot of raises, um, I'm still underpaid. Mm. I'm still underpaid. Uh, uh, many of my coworkers are underpaid, but what do we get? We get you're appreciated. You're so appreciated in this email. Oh, better yet, we're going to tell you to make sure you do self-care because you're important. Mm-hmm. But I'm also going to shove all these clients down your throat every week. And you'll never be able to make real progress with them because you got to hurry up and get to the next four fucking clients I shoved down your throat. Obviously, I'm not salty right now. Um, no, not at all. But statistics say that you can do a lot of work in this every other week model. I ain't trying to do a lot of work. I'm trying to do the right thing by me and my humans. You know, I get kids that refer kids to me. Don't go to no one else. You you go to not. I told a human that today. I said, you know, you was going to miss the appointment today. And I figured it's because you was depressed. So I sent you a Zoom link just in case. And here you are in a Zoom Mm -hmm. link. If I wouldn't have read in a file that it said, referred to by other client, we'll only see nines. I said, I would have let you pass. Because mm-hmm. I'm tired and I got other shit to do. But since my other human, and I love my humans I work with, I'm going to work with you. Why am I talking about this? Do you get frustrated at your jobs? As Spence knows, you got to start dipping your toes out there and looking for other jobs, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to start building that resume up. You know, right? You got to, even though you're anxious, you know, yeah. start putting some feelers out there. See what's going on. You know, see what your worth is. It's like free agency. See what you're worth. Um, don't just sit there and die at your place. I had a student that I mentor say, well, you know, I, was, you know, I don't like this teaching gig I'm doing anymore. I said, quit. Well, I don't want to quit on the kids. Yes. And them kids will be fine without you. Let, let's figure out how we can make you survive and get you a different job doing it in a nonprofit job with this teaching degree you got while you finish your master's. Oh, okay. I didn't know I could do that. Yeah, you can do that. You don't have to do no job that you hate. Mm-hmm. Well, what if it's a little less money? Well, it's a little less money then. And you're getting ready to get a master's in a new job. So it really doesn't matter what your money you're making, yeah. as long as you can pay your bills. Yeah. Same thing with me. You got if you if you don't like where you're at, you gotta move. Obviously, it's a privilege <laughs> to do that. Not everyone can move. Right. What am I trying to say? You have options, people. Count Duku had options. Some of us will say he made the wrong option. I think majority of us say he made the wrong option, but at least he decided to do something just to sit and let his soul. What, what else he had to do? 
just let it happen and then just commit suicide. He decided to do something to change it up. He got played by someone because he was in an emotional state. Right. Yeah, played. Uh, different topic for a different day. When you're in these emotional states, be cautious of the new people and the people around you. Make sure they don't take advantage of you and they just support you. Right. You have choices. The, the times when we feel like shit, today I talked to a few humans, is when they're taken from us and we can no longer are autonomous and we're stuck in like this prison. That's when we die. That's when we die. We got no choices. And some of us can do that for a while because we can take one hell of a beating. But man, it sure does fuck you up that beating you take. You only take so many of those beatings. All right. I just talked a lot. I'm going to let you talk now and then I'm going to recalibrate. All right. What are you thinking when it comes to like therapies in this scene and how we can help others relate to this scene? I think it's always important to have um, people around us that have the best intentions for us, that want to see us uh, go up instead of just staying where we're at or go down. Um, for example, in this scene, Qui-Gon, instead of just sitting there and, you know, even like trying to fight um, Count Dooku, he saw the opportunity to just be like, hey, go help your dad live because if he, if you're not out there in like five seconds, he's he's going to die. Um, and so and in doing that, then that saves not only Count Dooku, but um, saves anybody else from just, you know, tearing that place apart mm -hmm. and uh, destroying that village or those people um, at the end of the day. So what I'm saying with that is um, make sure you have the right people around you that want to see you succeed. Um, me personally, I've always tried to make sure I'm, I'm very picky on who's in my life and who um, gets to see the real me. Um, because if I'm always a hundred percent me around people, then they have the opportunity to take advantage of that. That's and a big worry for a lot of people. It is. It is. And that's always been a worry for me. So that's why I always make sure to, um, you know, to trust the people, to feel the vibes of those who I'm around and make sure that I'm not uncomfortable around those people, that I can be 100% myself or else I'm I'm never going to be happy around the people that I want to. And a lot of people settle for that, which is a problem for me, at least, because once you settle that means you are just okay with whatever they do, whatever they do to you or, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I just, I, I can't emphasize enough um, just trying to get space. those people around you. Yeah. And then also, you know, taking chances on some people, you know, who knows where your relationships can take you. I didn't know I would be here with this dude. You know, a couple of years ago when we were just playing basketball and talking shit. Like what happens? Yeah. Um, and I think that's a I think it's a really big point is, yes, you want to trust people before, you know, you're 100 percent, 100 percent yourself. But you also have to put yourself out there or else if you're in a room by yourself talking to nobody, how you, how are you going to make friends that way? How are you going to do that? How you you gotta do the thing that makes you anxious. Yeah. You gotta do the thing that makes you anxious, and you gotta put yourself out there while also being a little guarded. 
But you got yeah. you got to do it because that's the only way that you're going to experience some of these things. I think what yeah. you're saying is also true when it comes to the job stuff. Yes. Yeah. If you're unhappy totally. in these jobs, you got to put yourself out there. It's going to make you a little anxious, but we, we got to take advantage or we're just going to sit in that room and rot. Yeah. See, and that's my thing too, is that always keep on trying to build your resume up no matter what it is. For me, for example, I'm learning to do Photoshop. I'm learning to do, um, you know, editing videos. I'm, I am want to learn how to do graphic design, things like that. All yep. stuff that can not only help me with this, but it can also help me with my marketing career, wherever that takes me, Yep. for example. You know, um, we don't know what's going to happen, but as long as you keep building yourself up with things that you want to do, then you can keep on doing whatever you want, whatever you love, yep. because you're already up at the top level of that. So I'm thinking of something. I just got an email today. They're, they're starting like a winter break book club for like the next three, four weeks. Right. I was like, damn, I want to do it. But then again, I don't want to do that. Like I want to take a break and not read and not do nothing. Like, yeah. And I was right. like, why y'all always got to do something? Like, all y'all tired and maxed out. I guess y'all just going to be reading <laughs> books and drinking wine. But I'm like, I'm not even trying to be around nobody, man. Yeah, no. And like, and I know I'm going to get some, 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 some side eye because I'm not going to sign up for this thing. I'm not yeah. going to say what it is, uh, with this book club, like what group it is, but mm-hmm. I know I'm going to get side eye about it, bro. And like, people, people going to hate on me. And they're going to just think I'm like some masculine man that doesn't want to read or some shit like that. I'm just tired, bro. I just got done doing this whole doctorate this whole semester. Like, I don't want to do it. And that's another good point, knowing your limits, where to stop, where to stop helping, where to stop trying to please people, you know? Yes. Help yourself. If you don't want to do this shit, don't do it. Oh, Why? Because yeah, you're not tired. <laughs> no. no, I know. But you know what I'm saying? Like yes. for other people out there, a lot of people try to just keep on helping other people, other people. And it's fine to just take time for yourself to just do whatever that relaxes you. Yep. If it's just laying in your bed, chilling, that's do fine. Do it. That's fine. Don't do it all the time. But do yeah. it to where, you know, where you're, where it's at least consistent, where you're like, all right, this day, I'm just going to chill in bed, not talk to anybody. Yep. That's fine. I, I feel like, uh, let's, let, let's go on this. Cause we haven't talked about neurodivergent autistic stuff. Uh, in a few pods, you know, I'm working mm-hmm. with a lot of majority of my caseloads folks in the spectrum, just like, just like us. And so mm-hmm. a lot of them, you know, the one do all the screeners and I'm like, yeah, they're like, yep, I'm hella autistic. It looks like I'm like, no shit. And I'm like, this explains you being overstimulated when you go out with parties or pubs or with friends, social gatherings. This explains all these different things about you being overwhelmed and burnt out and exhausted. And they're like, yeah, it all makes sense now. I'm like, yes. So what do I do now? You got to make sure you do your pregame. Mm-hmm. Where you're taking your time by yourself, right? To like ra- relax and calm and cool. You got some exit strategies that when you're out socializing and at barbecues or whatever it is, and then you're going to relax again that night or the next day. Like you have to shut mm-hmm. it down. Even when you're with your rom- romantic partner, like yeah. they're going to get a good amount of time when you're not working, but then also you need to shut it down and, and be alone from them as well. So a lot yeah. of things I talk about with my students is, did you take time for yourself? Yes. 
Is your partner cool with it? Yes. Are you sure that they're cool with it? Not really. Did you talk about it? Yes. So we start diving into all these different questions, making sure that there's good communication between them and their partner and there's no resentment. Mm-hmm. That they'll be like, you know, now as I have my partner come over, but I'm like, we ain't talking. But you can sit in my space and you're going to sit in your space in my house. But like, we got mm-hmm. our own things to do. And we're going to just kind of like do our own stuff. And I'm like, that's cool. Long as yeah. they're not technically bothering you, but they're getting some type of joy just being in your vicinity. And maybe right. they throw you a couple like cute faces every once in a while. If you're cool with that, I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. taking your own personal time, being neurodivergent, so you can regulate uh, is vital. You can't be you can't be everything to everyone. I remember one of my boys. He looks at me with uh, the biggest smile uh, of acceptance and knowing that I see him for him and that I enjoy him. Uh, and so I've, a lot of depression has been worked out because of this uh, and him being neurodivergent. Um, I said, yeah, man, it's okay to not like being around a lot of people, bro. Mm-hmm. That's fucking weird. But that's you. So, I mean, it is what it is. And some of your friends will be okay with it. And the other people, they're not really your friends. It, it, it takes time to remember that we're not like everyone else. Yeah. I had a human that's neurodivergent. He said, you know, you know my parents, they, they got stuck with me. Right? They, they were supposed to have this grandchild and children. And then they got stuck with me. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Wow. It's like, well, this sounds like a lot of inadequacy. And they're like, yeah. It's like, I didn't know you were holding on to this. And mm-hmm. I said, what, what, why are you even saying this? Well, because I'm not the smartest. But I'm like, you're pretty fucking smart. But, you know, I could have maybe been more social as a kid and not weird and awkward. And I could have been better, more eloquent, more personable. That's what they wanted. How do you know that's what they wanted? Well, that's what every yeah. parent wants. But you're still a fucking badass that's doing all these cool stuff and you're hella intelligent, you're super kind. But I'm weird. I'm like, Jesus, kid, I can't shove a compliment down in your throat. And I honestly love this individual. They're just fucking hilarious. Uh, Why do I talk about this? Self-acceptance is a son of a gun, Spence. And you talking about taking your time and all that stuff and like being authentically you. Some of us can do it. Some of us can't because we're so insecure on who we actually are. Like me and you are confident in who we are. Thus, we can be that person. Right. A lot of these middle school, high school, early college, they're still like, what? They look in the mirror and they're like, so, gross. It's so strange, though, because we have so, we've seen so many people in our lifetime that are just like us. We just like know us. there are tons of people out there that are just like us. They're weird. That just say what they want. Just say things. No one to shut up. But you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, a, a little lot awkward. Of they step over yeah. toes. They over talk. They're inappropriate. Like it's fine. Yeah. And I don't understand how you're like I'm weird. It's like, bro, you're like everybody else. I don't know who you're hanging around. Where you're just like you just see. Like, maybe those are weirdos to you. Maybe you should just say that. Just say those are the weirdos. I'm fine. I'm I'm good with who I am. Yep. I know that's a tough thing to actually do. Mm-hmm. But 
there are so many people in this world. And so you're, you're going to find people that are just like you. You oh, are. I'm shaking my head. Yes. Yeah. I, I shook my head yeah. like, no, but I meant to do. Oh, this. yeah. No. And it's going to happen. Stop saying you're a weirdo. Why? Because you're not. You're like everybody else. And that's OK. That's OK to be like everybody else. Because guess yep. what? You're not weird anymore. You don't have to be unique. You don't have to be amazing. You don't no have to be, be this cookie cutter thing that you think that you're supposed to be. No. Like, it's okay you didn't have the best social skills. And, like, why are you comparing yourself to these other people? Yeah. Still doing fucking awesome. Like, I just, yeah. people just, I'm going to be mean. People are just fucking mm -hmm. idiots. They just don't see it. They don't. Yeah. But they're too young. And they, they're not wise. True. They don't have the wisdom that I have now being on the other side. True, but we've also seen adults act the same way. Oh, yeah. Let's be real. Let's be real. We've seen adults who act like. Like they ain't shit, that they're nothing. And you tell them to their face, like, hey, you're amazing. I'm looking at you. You're amazing at you. what you're doing. Yeah. One of my best friends I met at St. Mary's, besides yourself, she still talks shit on herself all the time. And I'm like, what is, what is up with you? you Are you crazy? Fucking great. Like she's just like she's a professor at a university. She's doing Spanish, even though she's from like this small little white town in Wisconsin. She learned how to speak Spanish. Now she's over in another state doing like teaching Spanish to people. That's ridiculous. And she has like three other jobs. I'm like, what? What is up with you? Did you want to be Mexican? Was Hey, some people do. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, what is happening here? So it it doesn't matter. It's perplexing, anybody though. any age is just and you're trying to tell them, but they just don't want to hear it for some reason. They always find an excuse to be like, Psh, "You're my therapist. Psh, you're my friend. Why you? Of course you have to say that. No, I don't. I really don't." The human that that was referred to me, you know, and then they said who referred to me, and I can't confirm or deny things, and I said. So do you believe what I just said? How awesome you really are? Like, I'm really excited just to know you as a person from the things that you said. Well, I'm not going to make all this money and I'm not going to do this, this and that. And I wouldn't like the straight A's and this and that. I'm like, okay. You, you believe the things that I said. Did it feel good? They said it was cool. It was cool for you to say some of those things. So, okay. But then I was like, he's just being nice. So I'm going to have you do something for me. That person that I may or may not know, ask them if I'm fucking nice. Mm -hmm. Ask them. Because I may or may not know that person. And if I do, I treat them like shit at times. I am not nice. And that other person will confirm that I am, I am kind and empathetic and I will fucking go to bat for you and cry with you. But I'm not nice. No. no. <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm the same way, bro. I'll be kind. I'll be. I'll be. I'll be cool with you, but at the same time, I'm an asshole. Yep, I'm, <laughs> I'm an asshole. asshole, and so I'm not just saying nice stuff to say. If I say it, I means it. Yeah, and so they're like, okay, 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 okay. I'm like, All right, well, now we're gonna check back in a couple of weeks. We're gonna talk about more of this shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, they said I'm gonna be mediocre, and I'm just gonna live this average life. Okay, so like you're gonna be happy like with a really good paying job and with like a family that that's like 
What did you think? I have so many kids at this school specifically, Purdue, I guess because it's such a high achieving school in engineering right. that all of them think that they're going to get like Nobel Peace Prize and be like president. Which is I'm like the rarest of rare things. Rarest of rare. Like you, you, and also some of these big, big, big time jobs. Yeah. They're a bunch of like super, super, super rich kids that just got passed along all these degrees yeah. and all that stuff. It's not really kids like you. Is it attainable? Yes. But also calm down. Also create your own thing. The fuck? True. True. You do can still do thing. these things that you wanted to. Yeah. Just do it yourself. And that's, oh, you know, it's not as fun or it's not as, you know, eloquent as working for like a big company or something like that. Right. Like I, I would love to work for Nike, but at the same time, I'd rather put my fucking heart and soul into this right here. Cause this is ours. This is our thing. We yep. made this. And so I never understand people like, man, I want to work for this big company. It's like, sure. But then you're strained to them. They have you then. If you make your own thing, do your own what own company, then you get to do whatever you want. True. And that's not an easy thing, but still it's a lot easier than just putting yourself all the way up here and being like, I'm gonna beat out this person, this person. Just shoo them all the way and build yourself up. I got a lot of kids, man, are getting these jobs at like uh oh my god, I can't believe I just forgot all the places. Like Tesla, Apple, Amazon, right? Because they're all badass engineers. And like yeah. one of my kids got a, they getting a job at like JP Morgan Chase. And I got a couple mm -hmm. that are getting jobs like here and there working for these other companies. I'm like, these are still good fucking companies. But my friend making 300,000. It's like, yeah. Jesus, well, I'm only making 100,000. I'm like, motherfucker, you make 100,000. <laughs> Can I make that? Give me, how about this? Give me half of your money. You'll be making my money and then I'll be happier while you. Yeah. Build yourself. I'm up. like, you still make they're making all this other money because they're living on the east and west coast, and so they have to, you know, for adjusting pace. True. Everyone act like they're so unhappy, man. They just be competing with all these other people, man. They they looking, they did they keep looking. Shut the fucking Instagram off, man. I've mm -hmm. been there. Yeah. I've been there. I've been there jealous of a lot of people when I was coming out of school, man. You know what it changed changed my life? Mm. In the like button. Oh, here's a random thing, and then we'll wrap up. No, please. I think my dad, um, dad probably won't like this. No. I, uh, texted my homie, one of my homies from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ain't talked to him in a while. Me and him was just as tight as me and you. Um, right. And some things happened with me and his, and his wife, my cousin. So, you know, we don't talk anymore. Uh, he decided mm -hmm. not to talk, just cut me out. This is, this is fine. I, I get it. I understand it. I sent him a message today about one of the football players at Grand Valley State University, same university we went to. He played football with them. He plays for the Patriots as their star defensive end, uh, Matthew Judon. Um, and so there's this really cool nice. thing about him helping out for disabilities and like doing this camp back at Grand Valley for like a bunch of mm -hmm. disabled kids and stuff. And so I texted him and said, hey, man, it was really cool. They just did a piece on Judon. Like you should check that out. I think it was worth it. I pretty much fucking cried during it just because it was really cool. Uh, mm -hmm. And so I sent him that. You know, I brought this up because I just wanted to say something cool about this kid I just saw on ESPN that we kind of knew. Uh, also, you know, maybe there's a chance that he says something and responds to it. I knew he wouldn't respond to it. He didn't respond to it, uh, mm -hmm. which is fine. It, it, it is what it is. But I took a, I took a shot uh, to see if I can start something up with that. 
Why am I bringing this up? Taking chances. I took a chance, right? I took it to see what it is. You know, you cut me off. It's fine. You know, I mean, I technically cut you off too. It is what it is. She went sideways in a friendship. Um, you know, I'm not really scared to embarrass myself. Mm-hmm. I was at work the other day. I'm with this. I said, uh, you know, all these kids socially anxious, you know, and they don't know how to make friends and this and that. I said, you just say some stuff, man. And, and eventually you say something wrong and this happens and that happens and you look like an idiot. I said, you get used to feeling like an idiot. They said, what? I said, wait a minute now. I said, you just get used to being an idiot. And I'm like, damn, did I just call myself an idiot? Huh. Well, don't listen to that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then you hypnotize them. <laughs> but it's so true you just get used to kind of being an idiot and, and yeah. failing and then you just you can just live life more peacefully and so i put myself out there on a lot of different things and it is what it is and if it doesn't work out fuck it it didn't work out if it works out it's fucking awesome life is like a box of chocolates wow forest thanks you never know what you're gonna get oh my god don't i'm good i'm not i'm not gonna say what i want to say uh I on on that ending note, I think once you are once you've perfected being imperfect, that's when you're not scared of actually being perfect. There was a line uh from this I think it was called Ghost. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, no, I forgot what it was called. But it was an animated uh movie. Scarlett Johansson, I think was the character. Uh Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, I think so. It's when she's at the top or like somewhere, somewhere towards the end. And it's like, and I could never find the scene because I never rewatched the whole thing. It's like when you finally realize that your imperfections are the reasons why you're good, the reasons why you deserve joy. When you finally let go of the shackles of perfectionism, that's when you'll be free. When you finally find the beauty in those broken pieces, I'm mixing together about three different movie quotes now. Um mm. That's the beauty. You find the beauty in the broken pieces. So at the end of the Ghost in the Shell, um, yeah, those imperfections are what make us us. Genetically, that's what makes us us. I'm good. All right. I'm tired. Just all I'm going to say is I did not need to quote a movie. That was all me. So on that note, thanks for watching. You're supposed to quote movies. It's part of the show, man. Nah, man. All from the dome, son. All from the dome. I uh, hit you with a wrench. Thank you. Well, then I lose all my... Oh, dang, dang. <laughs> dang. 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 Perfect. Jeez. Alright. <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. Wow, we were doing so well. Um, thank you for watching. We appreciate you. Please keep on... Uh, hitting that share button we want to get to 8500 8500 followers on instagram and we're just building up we're getting there we're going trying to get to 200 on youtube yes also if we hit 10,000 followers when we hit 10,000 followers we are going to wear some tight ass clothes (laughs) me and Nas. yes i'm gonna be wearing my tight ass shorts from high school don't fit me at all and then this year's gonna be wearing a shirt Yes, he's going to, I wish you had a coat that was too small and then you'd be fat guy in a Oh, the internet lagged.
Oh, now we're back. Share. Comment, like, share. You still there? Subscribe, we- motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, the internet went out, so I was just talking. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, uh, Deanna, I'll wear the tight shirt, and Kyle's going to be wearing nothing. Uh, wow. Uh, I'll make sure we get to 10,000. <laughs> okay. Follow, 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 follow. All right, everyone. Much love. Peace.